And then, and then when she was done with the whole raccoon, it was it. She had turned it into a hat. It was the more bizarre episodes of Martha Stewart I'd ever seen. Welcome to Two Bees I mean, in a Pod. I'm Braden. She had time in prison, man. Like you can't. We can't just make assumptions about that lady anymore. True story. Oh, I'm I'm Brendan, by the way. Welcome to our structured podcast where. Yep. We roll some dice and we watch some movies and we talk about a lot. Yeah, we break about we break the ice sometimes. Sometimes we role play. You bet, dude. We it have been, everything. We do. We do everything. Honestly, we do everything and nothing all at once. How was your week, my friend? Well, before we do that, we got to roll some dice. <gasps> You're right. We do. I'm jumping the gun. You know? I can't believe let's, you. On let's a, roll on some a dice. Structured podcast, no less. Well, you know, I was just excited to talk with you. I haven't seen you all week. That's true. So, shall we You'll roll some tomorrow, dice though. and break some ice? Dude, with the dice let's of just, destiny. Let's just, like, leave things to chance. Here we go. And a one and a two and a. It is. Did you get a, a one or a two? Neither. Um, oh. It's you put it, something you put on the list. What is two truths and a Florida guy? Yeah, um, so this is like a little mini icebreaker segment that I wanted to throw in here, and uh, you know, let's just like let's just get into it, man. Uh, the explanation is simple. I'm gonna give you two definitely true, one hundred percent true uh, headlines straight from the mouth of Florida, i.e., the oh. Florida man Twitter account. Oh yes, and one fake I one. And it's Ooh. up to you to determine through facts, logic, and immense amounts of your brain power to determine which one is the fake one and which one they're real. There is no modern superhero that I appreciate more on this blue marble than Florida Man. I cannot right? wait for him to make his debut in the MCU, and I love all of Dude. his exploits. So please, entertain me with your... Two truths and a Florida guy. Man, if there was anyone who could save the DC cinematic universe, I think Florida it would man. be Florida Man. Yeah. True. You know? And let's just look, man, let's get into it. I want you to brace yourself for these. You know, you every episode of CSI, I want you to draw upon it that you've ever seen to to help solve this mystery of two truths and a Florida guy. All, All right, right, hold on. I'm gonna put. I put my. I'm gonna look down. Put my aviator sunglasses on, and then look up okay. intently. Okay. Okay. Let's do this. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Article number one. Florida man steals a car, realizes a baby is in it, drops baby off safely. Then, then proceeds to re-steal the car and make his getaway. <laughs> well, That's number one. Courtesy. That's 
Yeah. We appreciate that yeah. about Florida man. He's one thing, if not right. honest. He may he may be an anti-hero at times, but you know that it's for a good cause. Yep. Right? Cocaine. Probably. I was thinking more like PCP, but uh, yeah. basalts, whatever, whatever Florida man yeah. needs to get his Florida man superpowers. We're not here to judge. Dude. I would imagine kryptonite is expensive for Superman. So oh, although that's, that's not superpowers, that's, that's literally his something. weakness, though. I don't know why he'd buy that. I mean, if you buy yeah. up the market, then other people can't get it. Go down. To I don't Whole know. Foods. I'm not going to judge how Superman do. <laughs> Article Superman two. Contacting uh, the goop people. I don't know if you know what the goop. Th- I'll tell you about the goop thing over during the break. Um, okay. Article two. All right. That first one was definitely truthful. Okay. Okay. Here's okay. article two. Are you ready? Yep. Florida man. Our Our hero. Our guy. Charged with assault with a deadly weapon mm-hmm. after throwing in an alive alligator through a Wendy's drive through window. Okay, okay, okay. So we are at an yeah. advantage right now, my friend, because I happen mm-hmm. to know that Florida man has, in fact, thrown an alligator through a Wendy's drive through window. I know that okay. to be one true. Okay, okay. This is spicy already. I've heard, actually, I heard about that one, too. Yes. Uh, long time ago. All right. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. This is number I was, three. I, I'm never not ready for Florida Man. This is this is gonna get spicy. Okay. Okay. Florida Man uses Fitbit to draw large penises all over his Apple Maps application. Oh, shoot. That sounds like it could be real. Hmm. It's it's up to you, man. You got you so, know one of them is true. Uh, yes. We both know at least one of these is true. So I've got a 50-50 chance because we know the alligator's true. Yep. Florida man finds a baby in a car, steals car, returns baby, steals car. Okay. Florida man yep. being healthy drawing phallic type shapes on apple maps okay both Mm. could be very plausible however aha see okay it is in it's it's in the fine print it's it's looking between the lines my friend that you have to see because in the third story with apple maps the one thing i know about florida man Mm. is he doesn't exercise he does not go on prolonged jogs so i'm going to say that while someone has probably done that with their fitbit and apple maps it was not florida man who did that that my friend is the lie final answer you sir are correct and in classic florida man uh and in respect uh, to florida man i i decided to clang on a beer can <laughs> uh, instead of a victory bell, so so apropos. That's for you, big guy. That's a big uh, beer can. Yes, it's true. The actual, the actual article, the truthful article that I derived that third story from is actually as follows: Florida man suspected of using a private plane to draw a gigantic radar penis. That ah. is the actual story that that uh, that that was the, that inspired the lie. Well, there we go. Yes. I also read, uh, and I, it was not Florida Man that it had it happen, 
But I saw another article where a, a man somewhere had stolen a vehicle from outside of a store and discovered ah. a baby in the back seat. Yep. However, the difference of this article is he then came back to the car and yelled at the lady for leaving her baby in the car and reported <laughs> her to the police. So Yeah, he went to jail. He, yeah, but he, he had a good reason. He I think did, she brought to go to jail. Well, he, <laughs> that is child. He's neglect. not wrong. Hundred percent. That is child neglect. Yep. I would like everyone out there to know that two bees in a pod, myself, Brendan, my buddy Braden, we do not condone child neglect. No, frankly. we think it's a bad thing. Very much so. Yeah, we denounce people who do it. That's what's up. That's us keeping it. <laughs> the more you know. G.I. Joe. Oh, Knowledge man. is power. Dude, Go, I think Joe. We broke the ice. I think so. It is it I has been officially did. broken, my friend. Man. I, Once again, the I'm dice so of destiny glad. have have done us justice and given us the powers that we need to properly kick this this train off. And just burn like both. eight minutes. We like did it's into our into our roughly one hour podcast, our structure podcast. Absolutely, my friend. And in speaking of structure, we have a new segment. A new segment we like to call "Either Or." Right? Where? Let's keep, I mean, we keep it simple. We keep it simple. We keep it keep it simple. Keep it safe. All right. So this one, safe for work. Basic basic concept. We're gonna come up with. We're gonna have two different things to pick from. Which one would we rather have, or do, or be, or say, yep. what have you? And we'll, well chat we about explain it. it. We yeah, gotta, we gotta like delve into it. You know, really dig into our psyches on this thing. All right, Brendan. Shall we? Shall we generate and see what the question of the day? Well, one of our either ors is. Oh, dude, you be my right. guest. Here we go. Would you rather? Okay. Stand on red hot burning coals for thirty seconds mm. without moving. Mm. Mm. Or shut your hand in a waffle iron for two minutes. Ooh. So. Okay. Okay. That's that's rough. That is rough. That's really rough. We've seen. We both watched The Office. We've seen what a waffle iron can do. Granted, that yes. was a foot. This is your hand. However, that's very true. That's very true. I will say though. Uh, I've also seen the music video to Smash Mouth's All Star, and I've become acutely aware that Dane Cook, as the waffler, oh yeah, uh, is quite immune to waffle iron burns. His face did not receive any actual burns when he uh, when he seared himself. So I don't I don't know the effectiveness of a waffle iron man. I, I see, I think the waffle iron. See, my my initial thought. 30 mm. seconds without moving standing on burning coals yeah. let's assume we're going to assume you're you're you're, you're not wearing shoes wait okay i was about to say because did we specify that you're you're yeah. shoeless i'm gonna guess you're not wearing shoes and it's your yeah. bare hand because really because that's a that that's a no-brainer if you're right? allowed to wear shoes. oh i got right? i got so. shoes on versus my bare hand that's dumb. so no, my gonna... my my walmart sneakers have melted uh. yeah so Caveats, bare feet on the coals, bare feet, bare bare hand on the waffle iron. So my first thought, sure, you're 30 seconds on the burning coals. That's a, it's going to seem like a long time. Yeah. But for the next several days, 
Yeah. Getting anywhere is going to be just agony. Yeah. I've I've hurt the bottoms of my feet and it like it like walking is it's you're that's walking some, on glass for the next That's week, some severe nerve damage too. Oh, if you're lucky. Like that is Yeah, like we both listen, Braden and I, we're both first aid certified. So if you're out there and you're dying, we most likely won't be nearby. But on the off chance we are, we might very well save your life. And we know that burns are bad. Mm-hmm. That being said, so we Especially... then move on to two minutes in a waffle iron. But yeah, that seems like irreversible my brain, damage. You're straight up. It does seem like hand. irreversible damage. However, it's one hand. I can I play get a lie with games. one hand. I play I a lot of PC games. I've I've wrecked my hands before where I've been down to one usable hand. No. And it sucks. But I can get by without using that bandaged up mangled here's, thing here's you call my a hand. Thing. So here's okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put okay, your I'm thing away. It was a, this is a family podcast. I'm, Don't pull your thing away. Well hold on, because we well, oh, it was a hand. Oh hand your hand. Oh, not, oh. Oh, okay, that changes everything. <laughs> How many of those do you have? Anyway, podcast. I Structure know podcast. Kung Fu. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah, anyway. so. I, I can, okay, I'm going to make a decision right now, okay? okay? I don't know if you need more pondering time, but I'm going to make a decision. I'm good. I got my answer. All right. Okay, I'm going to say 30 seconds on the hot coals because 30 seconds on hot coals. Okay. Yes, it is 30 seconds. Yes, that is going to be pretty excruciating. And yeah, there's probably going to be some nerve damage. But, and, and, and I'm talking like one of our sized butts. Two minutes in a waffle iron, you're, that hand's just going to get amputated. Oh, could Straight be. up. Straight up. I think two minutes in a waffle iron. Because waffle irons, are they don't run cool. They get hot enough to... Uh, like practically instant, like near, yep. like within a minute, cook raw batter into a waffle in effectively no time at all. And yeah, like it's gonna suck being on those coals, but like your feet, they're resilient and they'll heal after thirty seconds on something like that. But like waffle iron, that's both sides of your hand. That's <clears throat> that's heat hitting you from two angles, and that's just gonna cook your hand right through. So I don't, I got, I got to go with the coals, man. Well, I am the the opposite of your coin, if nothing else. I'm going to take the waffle iron for the simple fact that it's only one of my hands. And absolute worst case scenario, if my hand does get amputated, they've made some marvels in really cool robot arms that I could now get. And I don't have to worry about walking on glass for the next month. What if it's your dominant hand? It would not be. It doesn't say it's my dominant. It says my hand. I'm going to pick the left. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yet another hater of lefties. I see how it is. Not a hater of lefties. It's just Uh, I can get by without that left hand more than I can with the right. Boop. All right, next up. Yeah, that's fair enough. Dude, I got one. Would you rather? No, I got one. I thought we were going to go back and forth. Oh, you got one pulled up. I thought I just... This is a structured podcast. Okay, okay. I thought we were going to structure this. What? I thought I had the website up. I didn't realize you did on yours. Do I not matter to you? is that this one is of the, two weeks that, in a row. That, I feel like I'm being ignored. Is that is that one of the 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 
the questions instead of would you rather? It's no? just one of the, would would you rather I matter to you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Next question. <laughs> okay. Uh <laughs> Okay. Um here it is. Are you ready? Yep. Center yourself. Center your Center. mind. Buddha like state. Would you rather have uncontrollable ear hair or have uncontrollable nose hair? Oh, right. Well, as as you know, my friend, I mm-hmm. I'm an old ass, so that's true. I have both of those things. Um, let's hair. see, pantsuits. Uncont- I'm gonna mm. right. Like this. Okay, hold on. Let's let's break this down. Let's break this down. All right. Before first, we make my decision. first okay. thoughts are uncontrollable. Like, because it doesn't start? specify. No, here's. Here, hold, I just. I actually just realized. Uh, and this is actually kind of funny. Um, at l- lower down, you know how there's like an author of the question. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh. So this one says the hairy sense added by Brendan, which yeah. it was not me. Sure. That's a happy accident. That's a happy accident. So my my but, first my first. But thought. hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, no, no, okay hold okay. on, hold on. There's there's one thing. There is one thing that becomes a caveat here because there is actually something the author did include that was not me. Okay. You cannot trim or alter either. Oh. That changes everything. That does change everything. Hmm. So let's, so let's I, think about now. This. I'm going to add another caveat for the simplicity. This is no. This goes beyond aesthetics. Oh yeah. This now has functional disadvantages. Oh. The oh, ha- yeah. the ear hair is to the point where your hearing has been affected, and yep. the nose hair affects both your breathing and your sense of smell. Yep. Fair. That's true. I mean, okay, I, I good- would gather because if it's uncontrollable, that means it's growing in and it's growing in thick and it's not stopping. Yep. So we can't alter. Hmm. Okay. I my I gotta go. Like, I, I want to say nose hair on my end. See, and I'm, again, I'm, I'm I want to go nose hair because I could just breathe through my mouth. I gotta go with the ears for the simple fact that I thought of like I gotta breathe through my mouth. But have you ever, you know, when you sleep and you have a cold and your nose plugs up, so you sleep all night long with your mouth wide open and you wake up and the Sahara desert has formed on your mouth and tongue. And you just wake up going, Oh, this is how I die. I cannot make it to the kitchen to get a glass of life. I don't think it's that I've never had. It's never been that bad for me. Well, that just might be because you're then you should, con- you should consider yourself lucky because it is a terrifying, Actually, you know terrible thing. And you wake up. Out of the two of us, just, only only one of us smokes pot, which would make us slightly more susceptible to that cotton mouth. So, jokes on you! I got the cotton mouth before I started smoking cannabis. So, <laughs> take your <laughs> judgment old. and check you, it at the dough. Such an old where ass. it belongs. But uh, for that for that factor, yeah. And I've had plugged ears. It sucks, but I can get by with that muffled kind of lifestyle. But even something as simple as like you're cooking, oh, you come home, your significant other has cooked a meal and you walk in the door and oh, I know what we're having tonight versus walk in and go, oh, it smells like hair in here. I just, I can't, I can't sacrifice that smells. So I'm going to go with the ear hairs. 
Straight up. I got to go with nose hairs for two reasons. For one, uh, eventually it'll just look like you're growing a very dapper mustache. So, and as long as no one looks closer, you know. Uh, But see, I have the advantages of like toques, earmuffs, headphones that I could cover up the aesthetics of my. Oh, but then again, in the world we live in, you've got the advantage of masks. Yeah. You could cover up your. Oh, you're yeah. seeing nose hairs with masks. And and frankly, uh, music is a big part of my uh, my relaxation time, man. And mm-hmm. if it's like ultra muffled or because like, like my, my I already run really warm. So like if my ears would get instantaneously hot uh, with all that hair on top of the ear cups that I had that I put on for like some good listening, mm-hmm. I don't think I could handle that. Because that'll that would just ruin music for me, and I I just mm-mm. fair mm-mm. fair enough. No way, I gotta I gotta go ahead and give it to the nose hair on my end. That was like a deep conversation, dude. That we can do good. like at least a couple more of these. Let's go. Yeah, I think we got time for a couple more. One of one for each of us, I think. I'm gonna yeah, skip that get... one because that one was stupid. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Uh, when the question is, would you rather? Oh, I see. It's Okay, if you had us, it's if you had superpowers from an unknown origin, would you rather allow the government to experiment you or not allow the government to experiment on you? That one sounds dumb, and I'm skipping it. All right, we are gonna go. Would you rather mm-hmm. always get caught in traffic? Oh God, the other one already. Or. Always have really bad internet. Okay, you know what? Silence. I grew grew up in the 90s. No, no, I I grew up in the 90s. I dealt with friggin' dial-up. I've I've visited family in the Philippines and been stuck with the worst kind of internet. I can still handle being able to live without internet. I love board games, I love tabletop games. Truth be told, aside of like, aside from like, I, I'd be, I could still watch DVDs and Blu-rays and play video games. So, like off offline, like you know, I'm gonna say it right now. I hate traffic so much. I will take crap internet every time. <laughs> I hate traffic so much. I can't stand some of the drivers in the town that we live in. And there's mm-hmm. like next to no traffic ever. But if one person just kind of creeps into an intersection and just kind of gets confused as to what to do next, and I'm stuck there waiting, I feel I feel the rage building. Brendan feel- Bailey, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, the man with the road rage. And this oh, is, yeah. No, I, you know, I this get Road Rage is, something fierce. This is a really fun game for me because it, it speaks volumes to our characters because for the third time in a row... Well, listen, this gonna, is real. No, this I, is real. I will take shitty internet every time. Every see, time over being stuck in traffic. Every time. And I... I'm, a, I'm going with the traffic. Because as you know, I walk everywhere in our tiny little town. Traffic ain't got nothing on me. I'm walking that, wait, hold on. Tree. No, hold on. Hold on. No, no. So I understand. Do they is, specify vehicle traffic? It says traffic. That could be foot traffic. 
it could be foot traffic. Just suddenly but there's at the same time, an old lady walking in front of you. But at the same time, I've been to Comic-Con. I've stood in lines. I don't mind it. I don't it's, mind waiting it's in that, lines. That's it's that, fine. See, traffic, traffic and things like that, standstill bumper-to-bumper traffic. If I know that this is going to happen, and I'm going to... I, I, I'm going to eventually I'm going to get to a point where I, I account for the traffic. If I'm going to the city, I'm going to account for the traffic. I'm going to make a point that I have to make, I have to leave earlier. But that gives me time to sit in my vehicle in bumper to bumper standstill traffic. But you know what I, Braden. what I can do while I'm sitting in that traffic, Brendan, is I can listen mm. to podcasts and YouTubes on my phone with crystal clear internet quality where my streaming is pristine, no lagging, no issues. When I come gonna, home, I have my Netflix, my Disney Pluses, my Craves, my YouTubes, podcasts, all of those streaming services that, that TikTok, the thing that like I, I have a huge TikTok uh, following. Well, not huge, huge, but for me, it's, it's a humble, humble, humble following that I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Without a good internet connection, I'm not uploading anything at a timely fashion. I'm not watching TikTok. We have crappy, I have crappy internet at work. When I'm on my break scrolling through TikTok, I get through two videos and it lags on me. And you want to talk that rage that you feel in traffic. I feel that every time my phone buffers on a 30 second TikTok. It's ridiculous. (laughs) I've lived through the dial-ups. I know how that how frustrating it is when you're waiting for a video to load and you get partway through it and then the whole thing cuts out and it drops and you have to start the whole process over. God forbid somebody picks up the phone to make a call back in the dial-up days when you picked up and you heard your mom's Dude. voice over the computer speakers going, hello, you knew you were done. So much for hey, your game. That's 90s. That's 90s, bro. Yeah, And I, I, I lived through that too. I ain't going back. So I, oh, man, am taking, I, I had, I'm, I'm taking that foot traffic. I've taken that car traffic. I don't care what it is. We you you got to remember though, anyway. dude, we need to learn to any, slow down and enjoy life. Any passengers that you have are now also going to have to deal with your uncanny ability to always, always be stuck in traffic. Yep. And that's fine with me because wow. you know what? We can wow. stream. You got, also, you got infinite data. I have, I have a, I have a, uh, I have a if wife. You're always stuck in traffic, bro. I have a wife and I have a five-year-old daughter. You tell my five-year-old daughter that Netflix doesn't work no more. You tell <sighs> my wife she can't watch her 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 stream her reality shows anymore. DVD Blu-ray, bro. DVD Blu-ray or watch cable. I can't do DVD Blu-ray for her reality shows. Mask previous season. The, the Mask Singer does not come out on DVD. And besides, I used to, dude, I used to go ahead and, like, I'll have, like, the video ready, let it buffer the entire way, and wait, like, 30, 45 minutes for it, go do something else, read a book or whatever. Like, I spend so much time on the internet at this point that, like, I've recognized that I should probably do other things more often. Mm Mm-hmm. And this has just become my, like, show, like, sitting down at this computer and going on the interwebs has just become a it's like just me sitting out in front of the TV after school and just like unwinding. Like I have other things that I can unwind. And 
if that means that it takes me a bit longer to go and handle the internet or to, to, to go ahead and like watch stuff on the internet or whatever, that's, that's fine. I, okay, I've but... dealt with two, three day download times on All things right. like movies before. Okay. I hate traffic. Let's pull, ba- let's pull back the dude, curtain. Dude, let's pull back the curtain. Gas you prices and I, alone. You and, you and I. Is, gas you go. prices gas alone. Gas prices alone. We all need to walk a little more. Foot traffic would be a breeze. We could all meet people in foot traffic. Ah, oh, ah, oh, the world that we could live in on, all on foot. It'd be remarkable. Versus, let's pull back the curtain. Let's, let's talk about the fact that you and I record this podcast over streaming. We're not in the same building as one another. I'm going to sacrifice this podcast if it means I don't have to deal with traffic. Well, love you too. Because that's everywhere. Like you, dude, you sit down on a plane, runway's full. Yeah. I don't go places in planes. There's too many people there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, there, you know oh, where there isn't, you know oh, where there isn't the, people? How, how, the, how the thin veneer has been peeled back. You're cool with lots of people, but suddenly lots of people is bad. Interesting. Yeah, right, at the airport. At the, at the airport. Oh, at absolutely. the airport. Oh, at the airport's a problem. Yeah. See, oh. But being surrounded by so many people in that foot traffic. Yeah. Again, I've been to That's Comic-Con. fine. Because we're all just standing around waiting. People Dude, in airports. People in Comic-Con airports are inherently rude. I don't know what it is about airports that just brings out the worst in people. But it it brings I know, out I know the how, worst I know in what people. it did. I know what it did to annihilate your your cherub like nature was the uh, the uh, the story that you told me about the um the burrito uh, the, the breakfast, breakfast burritos they were yeah, breakfast yeah, wraps yeah, the, the vouchers oh the okay twenty six breakfast wraps that's another that's Today's a story for another day nope story for God, another no, day I want that told on here anyway okay no I'm, I'm gonna told. take traffic I'm taking, I, I will not take traffic I am taking the traffic having my really good internet and we're moving on. I think I think the world was a nicer place without internet. We can go back to playing D and D in person all the time, using maps, genuine maps to get places. I like how yeah, heated that got. That was ten straight minutes of us discussing another good. question. Yeah, I like that. That was good. This is, dude, guys, just come back. You know, just go grab like a drink of water or something like that. We'll be here. We'll be waiting for you. Your buddies, Brandon and Braden. Give us a sec, and we'll like we'll be right back, eh? Two bees in a pod. We're going to talk about the metal lords that we watched and see you in a minute. Hell yeah. Hurting their masses. Just like witches at black masses. Evil minds that plot destruction. Sorcerers of death's deconstruction. Oh, Lord, yeah. We watched Metal Lords. We did watch Metal Lords. For those Featuring that, such actors and as actress. That guy and those two guys and that girl. Actually, uh, I did see the dude that plays Kevin. Um, he was in, it was in like an Apple-specific thing, but you should check it out. I think it's called like Believing... Samuel or something like that or believing Tommy it's about a it's about a kid who is suspected of killing a classmate but oh. you never yeah it's like it's really good but it's mostly about like how the family copes with that like that copes with that accusation and also like how they have to navigate their town where they live 
It's it's a really good drama. Defending Jacob. It's got dude, yes, defending Jacob, and it's uh. got Captain America in it. And a re and he does a really good job. By the you way, know what else? You know what else this kid was in that has Captain America in it, and that you should watch. Uh, Captain America. Knives Out. Oh, I've seen Knives Out. I Knives, love Knives Out, Out was a great movie. Oh, that's a great movie. Oh, that was such a good movie. So good. Such a good movie. And it like the twist. It's, really, uh, it's been a long, dude. Apparently, it's been a long time since like a director reminded me of Quentin Tarantino without like being Quentin Tarantino. Mm, I like Knives that. Out. Oh, dude, I got such a I, I got such a uh, hateful eight vibe from that. On top of like just oh god, the stellar performance, dude. Okay, sorry, we're talking about Metal Lords. We're not talking about Knives Out. Metal Lords, a, a Netflix really, movie, direct to Netflix movie that was a lot. Directed Netflix, a oh, modern version of direct to DVD. Those don't don't, don't be such a it 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 movie. had its it it definitely had its moments. I love this movie. Front the the music the music selection was was great. They did a really good job. Even oh, yeah. the the like the preppy band with their like the is it Ed Sheeran? I you, think they were playing. You are my love. You love exactly, but somebody like me. Yeah, and I'm gonna, mind I'm gonna tell you, like, straight oh, spoilers up, by the way. Spo- oh, spoiler caveat. We we caveat. spoil things. You know how we do. If you haven't seen Metal Lords and you're worried audience. about spoilers, pause the podcast. Go watch Metal Lords. Come on back and let's finish this. Yeah, we'll finish the conversation. It's it's, it's they do a good job. So we've got we got Kevin, we got Hunter. They're yep. they're. The kids they're without friends. They're they're in a band, a metal it's band. It's called Skullfucker. It's not it's language. This is a family what? friendly program. What are you talking about, dude? I I'm quoting the movie. Yeah, well, quoting this. They're the Skullflowers. Don't listen to us. Skullflowers. I'm not expecting families to be listening. Yeah, at the end of the movie, it's called that. Yeah. And by the way, I love the teacher at the end of the movie for that. That was at the end of the, at the battle of the bands. That was great. Uh, Emily is a really good addition to this film. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed her at the character quite a lot. Uh, when she goes off on the band instructor, uh, I nearly spit out my water. The first time I watched the movie, it was just like by myself. I was putting yeah. together like a, yeah, like she's got the, when she yeets her clarinet into the, oh, yeah. across the angry, field, angry, Scottish screaming, just, uh, you know, and I will say like, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but having a stand-up like a or was that uh, what was that that she was playing a, a not a stand-up bass Clarinet. but uh no no oh, no cello no. the cello thank you my brain yeah, was stuck on I was the 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 cello to have yeah. that in metal mute in a heavy metal it's good band, right oh oh yeah oh it tickles it's the brain so good. it tickles the brain not in the... a wonderful way. And not even close to the first time that like that concept's been utilized. Like I could I could send you dozens of bands that incorporate oh. string instruments into their music and all of them sound just phenomenal in their own rights, man. Well then that is something I don't need to hear. Anyway. Why why okay, you know what, you old curmudgeon, <laughs> all right? What with your Ed Sheerans and your buddy Hollies. So the one thing I will say with this movie... God, you're so old, man. I, Just get with the times. I did not like Hunter. You're not supposed to. 
I know. They did a really good job of me not yeah, like actor did a great it starts job off of like, being insufferable. Because I mean you look at the movie, the it, it it's written as like the two friends try to form a heavy metal band with cellist battle of the bands, and it's this uh like it shows the kids uh sitting alone in the cafeteria like on the movie poster and it's the three of them. Yeah, you think it's gonna be a full bore comedy? No, I didn't think it was a full bore comedy. I knew it was gonna be one of these oh. like teens coming into their own type thing. Yeah. I, I was surprised with the quirky humor that I did find in it. Mm. But like Hunter's a jerk. Yeah, and he and, and, like, what and it starts and he's, well, no, what, and he's like, oh and he's in and the other thing I found odd in this movie is uh. it and it was something that it kept coming up and it threw me off every time is mm. something to do with the way it was shot or whatever it felt to me like it was taking place in the 70s but then modern things would happen and it goes oh yeah i guess this is like in 2020 or something like when you get ed sheeran music popping up or like it's just little mo or or ear pods like they're playing on Apple ear pods and it's like oh they, I mean it's I it's mean they they they're clearly emulating like high school movies from like the nineties and late eighties for me yeah and uh, it felt like that is, but is then when I you get those that. modern those modern things dropped in it just it I found it distracting it I it, it and i know it's a little nitpicky thing but it was just i'd get into the movie and be like yeah, you, yeah. that's kind of nitpicky but I really it is but it's yeah. just that it like whatever i don't know if it was the color gradient whatever you i don't know that's on your it, more it, your it, end but it could have been it it could have been the color saturation i will agree that there is like there are some scenes that do feel a little bit like almost fuzzy yeah um or whatever but like i was i was more focused on the characters and the writing uh which, by the way, going back to a couple of things I enjoyed, um, they have like they brought on uh, one of the key members from Rage Against the Machine, one of my all-time favorite bands. Uh, I think it's the rhythm guitarist from Anthrax. I can never remember. I think it's Morello from uh, from Rage Against the Machine. They brought him on as a advisor, and he was also the one that like taught the kids to act like they knew how to play instruments. Oh, um, oh yeah, because like I've I've seen enough like music movies, music centric movies, where you could kind of spot someone who's not a real musician but was taught how to look like a real musician. Um, and and a lot of it's like in how they act when they're playing, especially during passionate scenes. Uh, cause I, I, none of the kids are like genuine musicians. I think the dude that plays Kevin is genuinely interested in like actually playing the drums. And the guy who plays Hunter did play guitar when he was younger. Uh, when I looked into it, mm. um, but the girl that played Emily Isis, I think is her name. Uh, she never played cello in her life, but looked like she knew. And like, that's, that's all on, that's on Morello. That's on the acting coaches. That they, those kids had like, they, they did a damn good job. Mm -hmm. Um, like, cause if you're not looking for it, you're not going to pay attention to it. Like my girlfriend, when her and I were watching it, didn't even, didn't even pay attention. She's like, I can't believe, I can't believe they learned like to play that, like to play metal and stuff like that. And I was like, I, you could, I, I allowed her to believe that because there was like, I don't want to rip that wonder out of her eyes. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, much like Santa Claus 
who is definitely real, by the way, audience. All right. He's real. Yeah, I work. Loves you. I work for him. Yep. Uh, there is a what small amount, like much like Santa Claus does use deception on you, audience, but you don't know how he does it, but he does. One of the other things uh, that I that I found in the in, in the film that made me <laughs> it made me feel icky is the level of like grudge and uh the the criminality that is the football team against hunter for hunter oh, yeah. flicking one of the guys in the face yeah. they duct tape in the, in the him teeth. and punch in the teeth but yeah. it's like they they grab him in a they hallway duct tape and duct tape him, they beat him. The shit like, out of him oh my yep. gosh like and they shave sword. his head and, and then, well, they, they cut him. They cut him his with his freaking Camaro. Like that's criminal, or whatever that was. Yeah. Like they they tra- the dude trashes his truck trying to fit it down like a narrow alleyway. Which, by the way, the car chase <laughs> scene was a lot of fun. Oh, Completely out of left I know my, field. In I this know movie. my car, and he drives through it. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know my fucking car. He squeezes his leg, and they have like a bonding best friend moment. It's like I finally understand what metal's all about committing several crimes <laughs> yeah that was that was weird to me it seemed yeah. like, I was like okay, it was out hey, of nowhere it was out of nowhere it was fun but it was out of nowhere and, and then the, and then like and yeah. you you like hunter hunter's oh he's this brooding brooding individual likes yeah. metal all he hates his dad the world's yeah, against his mom left, well, his yeah. dad, his dad he hates his dad him. so you you yeah. expect him to be like from from what we've seen in movies is you expect him to be living in this dilapidated rundown house where his dad yeah. like hits yeah, him that was, and it or like that was there's, fun. there's wood grain on the walls and then he lives in this Malibu it's mansion the dude from his, Stranger Things by the his, way that's the guy that plays Hunter's dad oh and his yeah. dad yeah, yeah it's his the dad's guy. a doctor yeah he's a he's a plastic surgeon that sometimes dates his patients which is actually really scummy it's really scummy. <laughs> but like okay so like i understand that you just that you didn't you disliked hunter but like th- the big part of this movie that really like struck home with me is that i used to hang out with kids like hunter and kevin like that those were like like my people in high school a lot of like nerdy didn't really have any particular place they f- like fit in our thing was like hanging out in the library and chatting all lunch period like that was that 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 was what i considered like my my high school experience you know like none of us were like we never saw ourselves as outcasts don't get me wrong but like a lot of us didn't really fit in with the other cliques that had formed like some of us had become a part of those cliques but we always came back together and hung out in the library and we always chatted all lunch and for like an hour in the morning or like 45 minutes in the morning before class started or uh, sometimes we meet after school or hang out by the lockers after school. It was always the same friends. And these are like the people that I used to hang out with for the most part, uh, all through like, uh, elementary school and the junior high. So I recognize that kind of friendship that like, you'll always be there for each other. There's really nowhere else you'd rather be. And I found that in Kevin and Hunter that like their overall friendship, while a bit toxic, especially when, uh hunter felt threatened by emily being introduced as kevin's love interest um not even not even i felt that was natural that was a natural because the kid because they even like kevin even explains it he understands hunter he knows why he's acting the way he is because when hunter is experiencing change when hunter's feeling uncomfortable he lashes out and 
that was ex- that's even explained in the movie. Kevin recognizes it. They've been best friends for long enough for him to notice. And no, and I and I understand that. See the thing, and it, like, it, it's not a fault to like. I I don't see I, I, as much as I say I didn't like Hunter. The reason why I didn't like Hunter was for the simple fact that, like, yes, Kevin understood why Hunter was Hunter in the way he was, but it's like I it I I found myself watching the movie and just disliking how like Kevin or, or Hunter is he's sabotaging Kevin. Yeah, but Kevin and doesn't let it happen. That's, and that's it's, the thing, and it's a toxic. Yeah, and then it stops. This occurs over like, a week, by the way. Yeah. I understand yeah, that. This part of the movie, that that part of the movie over, uh, occurs over the course of a week, and then and then Hunter pays the price, by the way, for his misdoings because like he spent thirteen grand, like he stole basically thirteen grand from his doctor dad, uh-huh. and to buy drums for Kevin, so he could they could look cool together on stage because Hunter already had like because you saw Hunter's basement, the dude has like a it's like a, a heavy metal palace from the eighties. Oh, absolutely. Know? I'm pretty sure yeah. he had shag carpeting. So, and then, yeah, so Hunter pays the price. His dad sends him into the psych ward, which... Yeah, no, it was not, actually, it wasn't psych ward. It was actually... Uh, or a rehab, a rehab center. Rehab center. Yes, rehab that's center. right. Yeah. And now... And they meet I, a genuinely cool-ass doctor. However, I have a giant problem with that doctor. What's wrong I, with him? Whoever was in charge of the character design and had the audacity to shave Joe Manganello's hair? Shame on them. That was a terrible okay, so mistake. That, terrible this, this mistake. This has nothing to do with the movie. I thought he looked badass. No, he looked awful. Yes. No. No. Joe Maybe Manganiello you look awful, always Brayden. looks like a badass. You take his hair off. And, no, he's a he is you. a good looking man. How and they shaved his you. head and it was awful. You are nitpicking so hard. Why are you looking for things? I am to not hate nitpicking so hard? because I thought you were gonna I minute, thought you were gonna the be minute, this is two the, movies the second, now. I picked two the movies moment, and you are the a moment sour curmudgeon. That, the moment that Joe Manganello came on screen with his shaved head, and I went, Oh, I thought to myself, that's not a good look for him. My wife, who was in the room watching with me, turned and went, Oh, they shouldn't have shaved his head. Yeah, so it's well, not me. I picking. see past that. Well, good for I you. I see Joe Manganello, okay, the voice of Deathstroke, by the way, in the, uh, I think it was actually in the anime, uh, the Batman animated. It was one of the animated movies. Anyway, uh, I saw Joe Manganello and he played his damn role correctly. He did a really good job because, like, he came in. Oh, to that absolutely! Office. He acted. He did a very he good. Came I love the office, character. Hated the in, haircut. He came in. Well, just I just just to talk about that scene. I love the fact that he came into the office. He was very like professional, and he came in like, okay, so we're gonna go ahead. Like, he interrupted Hunter when Hunter was trying to whine to him, like, because at this point Hunter like hadn't. Hunter is spiraling. He's yeah. in, he's going to miss his, battle Yeah, and his dad, his dad his figures that he's, he's on something. He's, he's doing something. Yeah. Yeah, oh there's my a reason God. why. Hunters, dude, dude, I love the scene that depicts the correct, uh, uh, the, the, what is effectively the correct uh, response a security guard has to a teenager <laughs> who thinks he's hot shit. With who thinks nice he's dick? hot shit. The With fucking the nice dick, dick, dick tip. Ah! Oh! Oh, I felt stick. it too. I felt it in my nuts. That's and how, I knew like, it. That's just... and I 
Take a breath. You're getting you're you're getting you're getting worked up and your language is getting your language is spiraling. It was so funny. Dude, I had so much fun in this. I had so much fun this entire movie. I did say I I did enjoy the movie. Like, don't get me wrong. As much as I there are things that I didn't enjoy in the movie, I did enjoy the movie. It's been wall to wall picks so far, to be fair. Like you've been, it's you. You have no. It has not been wall to wall nitpicks. I've said that, like the 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 stand up bass was good. I enjoyed the fact that it was the doctor <laughs> instead of the it, instead of the like your your typical like typical those little abuse things. Of drunken yeah, yeah, those those little things that they that they turned on their yeah. head. Whereas like you D&D. start off because like I'm expecting I go into this movie expecting them to be these stereotypical outcasts where mm. every day in school is just awful for them. And, 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 and then nope. you start learning where it's like hunters, they don't even get noticed on himself. Like they, they exist, well, dude, they but... don't even get noticed for the most part. Like the most, like the school is being bad to the thing is when those football players are dickheads at the party yeah. that Hunter gets thrown into the speakers that seem to set so many things off. Like, because then that feud with the football guy starts, and yeah. then, yeah, like, oh God, and then the several misdemeanors and a lot of traffic laws get broken during the chase. They wind up committing thousands of dollars in property damage to mm-hmm. a very expensive car. They shit on it, by the way. They, they, they drop a deuce right on the hood of that thing. They amber herded the hell out of it. And, uh, and, and uh, on top of also committing out just egregious assault over a tooth flick by the yep. way yeah i'm it. sure the dude like blames hunter for wrecking his truck but he's an idiot oh, and for sure didn't pay attention to how wide his truck was like that's yeah. just yeah like that's I, he that guy played his role perfectly by the way because even mm-hmm. at the end but like when he's like trying to force his way to the crowd to try to ruin things for hunter again like, <laughs> he, he gets up caught the... up in a mosh pit and see and i loved I, 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 I liked the the, the battle of the bands and and the, and their yeah. performance was great but yeah. the one thing that and again it's it's these nitpicky things was everybody in the school is standing there looking at each other like what is this this is the 21st yeah. century how has nobody heard of metal music to be like i don't know it's, it's what well, you is. have to okay i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw this out there most people haven't experienced metal music that's no, the thing. Ex- is listening, yeah. no, 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 no. I understand to it, and then listening to it live are two drastically different things. Even if they're aware, because this is Hunter's personality for how many years now? Like he yeah. started worshiping metal or whatever in, in grade seven. Kevin has just started to learn how to play drums finally. So like, you know, he he bases his entire appearance around this. He even does prior to Battle of the Bands. He even does like a guitar solo speech thing that results in him getting an enormous welt on his head from Emily, which is by far my favorite scene of her. Uh, yeah, just which is just rage uh, wielding that, that just axe. Ugh, like just full bar like get the away from me you son of a <laughs> it just picks up a stool throws it at him not the guitar uh, oh god it's god okay how much i want to gush about emily really quick because she's she is played so damn well okay so number one the character emily has a chemical imbalance in her brain and it's, yeah, and as it's indicated by, by and as indicated by the fact that she takes by the medication. sudden rage flip, by oh well, no, it's not just that, but just the sudden massive mood swing when under stress. Because like that's that's the thing is at the start of the movie when she's first like depicted, well yeah, but we Kevin you just see that and, judge her. 
No. Like, that's the cool part I like about Kevin, by the way, is like, they don't, they don't like stigmatize mental illness at all in this movie. They don't like, they, they don't like use it as a crutch for things. They don't try to, uh, they, they, they don't try to go like, oh, they have mental illness anyway. And then like move on. Like it's when they touched on mental illness for this movie, even with the one actor who played, I think it's Robbie, who, by the way, got so much respect from Hunter. And that's actually the, the saving grace for me was his interaction with Hunter on the bench. Uh, and during gym class, when, when uh, Hunter's when, just talking, once to Hunter's him. reached the bot, his hits the bottom. Yeah, yeah, right. And he's and Hunter's starting to think about like why he is the way he is and how shitty he has been because that's after Kevin gives him the wake up call, right? Mm-hmm. And it's props to Hunter for listening to this. Like, yeah, he's spiraling. Oh, absolutely. Like, just after this, he's going to get sent to the rehab center. Like, he talks to Robbie, and they have a genuine heart to heart. And it's what Robbie says that puts him over the that puts Hunter over the edge to understand what he's done wrong and what he has to do to fix things. Mm-hmm. But before he gets a chance to fix things, boom, now he's going like he, he tries to go and make up with Kevin and stuff at the wedding uh, because Kevin decides to, like, play with another band with the, the guys that were playing Ed Sheeran at the start of the movie. Um, yeah. I mean, he does the, the, the wedding and the battle of the band. Yeah. 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 And then I, and there's a really good, like, character development moment there for Kevin, because, like, just to clarify uh there's a bit where like there's kevin's at risk of full board cheating because he's actually now like he finds he winds up in a hot tub with a girl that originally showed quite a bit of interest at him at the previous party where hunter got shoved into the keyboard and uh like wound up like getting into an argument and lashing out everyone around him after getting embarrassed and being made uncomfortable by the football guy um so this girl who's so into kevin and kevin's kind of into her but at this point kevin's in a relationship and uh, with Emily and he really wants things to keep working out, but he's a bit inebriated and his decision-making process isn't the best. Um, but it, but it, it's, it's the vision of four, like four, four greats of metal uh, that essentially they wind up having an argument and they even bring up like that weird stigma that drummers, bassists and rhythm guitarists and even keyboardists wind up facing <laughs> they don't ever get where they're anything. considered the non hot ones in the band because they're not lead <laughs> guitar or the singer. And the guy's like, dude, he's the drummer. He's allowed to get whatever he, whatever he could get. And the other guys are like, Kevin, don't be an asshole. <laughs> and Kevin's like, I'm not going to be an asshole. And that's a major, like that was a good amount of like character development because like he didn't like, just leave. He oh, absolutely. Explain yeah. to the girl, even while inebriated, he explained to the girl, I have a girlfriend. Yeah. Sorry. And I like, and, and he I, just and goes. I, and I greatly enjoyed that because when we mm-hmm. got to that point in the movie where she's in the hot tub and she's beckoning, hey, hey, drummer boy, and she calls him over and they end yep. up in the hot tub and she starts kissing him. And I'm like, okay, great. Now we've reached this cliched point where. He's going to kiss her. Somehow Emily's going to find out. They're going to fight. And, then, uh, and so the through fact that, the power of metal. <laughs> the 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 ghosts of metal I found to be odd as an it odd was, choice. Well, because was, it, 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 dude, because it was hilarious. It, it, was a, it, was a, it was a hilarious scene because it, it was very clear that these are the ghosts yeah. of heavy metal through the brain of this inebriated teen because yeah. they weren't talking like heavy metal band members would be is it it, it seemed out oh. of character which worked for the scene oh yeah it was great and that oh, by the way morella was the dude on the left by the way that's the guy that like taught the kids to like this is how you play instruments on camera and stuff this is how you look good because when you play in a band versus when you play like for music videos you have to do it differently because when you're doing a solo on stage 
you're concentrating, you might be like writhing your body back and forth. But when you're doing a solo on a movie and you just do that, that's really boring. So mm -hmm. like, you have to like play it up to the camera and like get really hard into it to wrap your body around or in Hunter's case, levitate above the stage. But <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that like was rocket man. That, that was, that was, that was in Hunter's mind though. That's yes, all Hunter I understood felt when that. He was on stage. Cause he clearly, he cuts um, back and he's still on stage, but yeah. The other thing that I thought was, was an odd choice is so Hunter's in a rehab center yeah. that, that is secure enough that he cannot leave. Nope. And yet it's very easy for Kevin to just walk in and just pull, pull a fire, fire alarm, alarm and they yep. leave. It's like, how I, is, I how felt is like... not every person in that rehab center just walking out using that same method? And and also the head doctor was just there and knew this was going to happen. To be fair, he probably like heard the alarm go off. And was and like, then, okay, like, yeah. made an assumption that it was Hunter that pulled the thing. Yeah, because even he was like, because I, and I love this, by the way, is that like he puts him through the questionnaire, but he drops the veneer of being a doctor and just goes back to like the heavy metal playing relaxed version of himself. And they even and his backstory that he explains was like, there's like genuine like there's genuine truth in that, because that's like the ending for so many musicians, especially in the 80s, where their bandmates turn out to be complete shitheads. They don't know how to cope. So they turn to drugs or alcohol or whatever. Um, and then they, their, their life spirals. But like his is like that redemption story where things were shitty, but he turned it around after a doctor helped him, became a doctor so he can help others. And that's a really good like bit to that character, to Dr. Mm -hmm. uh, what's his name? Dr. Knox? Dr. Vick? Dr. I don't know, I don't... Dr. Troy Nix. Yes, Dr. Nix. Doctor yeah, Nix, like, and I and, and I liked, I did enjoy that because again, it's that it's those little things that were in this movie that I found that went against what is the the cliched norm. Like you typically at the beginning of the movie when uh, when Hunter's talking about the Battle of the Bands and he talks about just just to put a word to the idea that you're referring to, it's called subverting expectation. Okay, sure, is what it's called. Yeah. So they and they did that very well throughout the movie because they're yeah. at the beginning when Hunter's talking about uh about Troy winning the battle of the bands and oh and he went on to I don't mm -hmm. know what happened to him but the band broke up or whatever you yeah. know that's foreshadowing of like oh he's gonna find out that that he's like working uh, at Starbucks yeah and... he's he, he's homeless or something and life isn't as it yeah. seemed and then it's gonna be like no. oh well metal <laughs> excuse me metal's not great. You need to you need to drop this. So the fact that we then meet him and he's now successful despite metal not being the greatest, but you know, still yeah. still reach for that. Just well, don't. To, to be fair, despite don't his live for dreams it. not working out, because it's yeah. not about the metal. It's not about the music. It's about just like that set of circumstances. Because he even gives Hunter even a massive piece of advice there, where he's like, "Dude, when your bandmates don't want to show up to practice." They just want to go and screw around. You wind up drinking yourself into a an, into what was it a near suicide or something like that. Um, and he's totally frank with them because at, at a certain point after going through the questionnaire, are you on this drug? Are you on this drug? This drug? This drug? This drug? Coke? Smack? Crack? Blah 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 blah. And he's just like, dude, you don't need to be in here. Like that mm -hmm. guy, the drummer for the 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 drummer for that uh, for the Ed Sheeran cover band. He actually need belongs in here. Because he actually has a drug problem and he has no coping mechanisms. And oh, by the way, 
I, I, okay, sorry. I'm, I'm just going to finish my first thought before moving into the, uh, and moving into the side thing. Um, like he actually needs help. And the fact that like Nix recognizes that, that like, this is clearly just a kid who's going through some stuff and this is not the place for him. This is a waste of time, energy, money, and resources to keep him here. So he's even like, look, dude, I'm just going to like recommend you to be discharged. And the board always listens to what I say because they're scared of me. So (laughs) (laughs) because he still looks like he plays metal music. And I guarantee that character absolutely still has his guitar at home that he was just shreds on. Right. So like, I, I think that like the, the Hunter redemption arc, because like, Here's the thing is they don't full bore redeem him. He's working on it. And that's yeah. the important part of this movie is that there is no like, oh, ultra redemption. He doesn't save a kitten out of a burning building or whatever. Like he just recognizes that he's being shitty. He needs to be okay with the fact that his friend might want to hang out with someone that isn't him and that they're growing up and that it relationships are a part of high school and that like he's going to have to figure out a way to just stop lashing out at people despite his relationship with his dad. Like, and, and they, they handle navigating mental illness or even just navigating your mental hangups as a teenager extremely well. And I actually respect this movie a lot for that because they don't glorify anything Mm -hmm. like Robbie, Emily, even Hunter's own mental hangups, Kevin's social anxiety. Like he brings up the fact, like the only difference, like the difference between you and me is that I'm scared and I, but I, and I show it. But when you get scared, you bottle it up and then lash out at everyone around you and be shitty to everyone around you. And all it's going to do is going to push people away and you're just going to keep you alone. Like, and, and that's so like, so many kids needed to hear that when I was growing up that were just constantly lashing out, turning to cigarettes, tr- drinking all the time, going to parties all the time because they just don't know how to deal. Like, and because they carry that over. And if you don't catch it early, if you don't like get that wake up call, you're going to wind up destroying your life and wrecking your future. And like it's it's good that in a way they touched on that. But they also showed that just because like Hunter is into metal, Nick still turned out fine because mm-hmm. it wasn't metal that screwed him up. It was his bandmates that screwed things up because it was the quality of his friendships that screwed him up. And you even see that by the way, with like Kevin gets on the phone with the leader of the other group. Um, and he's like, Hey, you want to like go practice? No. Okay. I guess we don't have to practice today. It's fine. Despite battle, of the bands being like a day away. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, and another fun bit about Kevin in the hospital when the, when the, the, the drug addict guy, like the drummer guy. Yeah. Like the other guitar, well, the other drummer. Kevin takes a moment to go, you know, we have to bring you back here right? yeah like you're coming you can come with us but you're gonna have to come back here and then the guy's like oh yeah no i, I understand like i i can't i, really I need to be in things here on the outside and i have no coping mechanism so i yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like because he even ta- you you can you can tell he talked to nicks because <laughs> like, like he had he even he even had his own little epiphany and he like they even like they, they wrap up his miniature character arc because he also realizes he needs to get better you know? yeah, and that's the and thing I, about I, the story is that if you want to get better, you can do it. Even mm-hmm. Emily, man, like she goes off her meds because she, I oh got the cutest line in the entire movie, by the way, when they're just like, they're on the bed, they're cuddling, they, and they're talking to each other and they're having that heart to heart. She looks up at him. It's like, I don't feel like I need the medication because you're my happy pill. And it's like, oh, 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 my heart. Oh. <laughs> that was, that was, that was. Oh. That was cheese at the max level. It's like, no, yeah, you, well, you, they're you, high you schoolers, so they're allowed to be. Meh. 
I'm don't old. You meh. I'm old and don't bitter. You meh. I'm old. I am sure you made an absolute ass and or fool and or cheese ball of yourself plenty of times in high school, and you regret it, but you still love. But you're still bitter. proud of it. Yeah, you're bitter cheese. Then the other thing ah, that I man, thought I say, uh, that I like, I I, I knew you, you, I appreciated the fact that it's like you get to the end of the movie, and they don't win, and Hunter, and Hunter okay, gets his legs shattered. Okay with that. I th- no, but and he gets see, his legs that was shattered. The, oh my god! I had that. I had a problem with that because that felt to me, it was like they didn't know how to end it. Because he doesn't. I I I felt that a better ending would have been like they performed and yet. The school still voted that they still came in second place despite him like doing his best, and then he's okay with that. Versus now, he can just be like, "Yeah, we didn't win because I broke my leg and we didn't get to finish." No, so. no, no, no. You have to remember: is at the end of the movie, that is absolutely not the case. That is absolutely not the case, and I will, but, uh, I will I, defend the ending. Yes, because but because but then the they are leg. sitting around in a circle. No, no, they are sitting around in a circle, and they are discussing the fact that they lost. But you know what they say? They don't blame the broken leg. They don't blame the thing falling on them for losing. They're just like, like even like Kevin no, no, but, and no, no, I don't know. But Hunter, my but my point is, what's the point of the broken leg? It it felt like they got to the 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 climax of this. Like the movie itself gets to this climax of the Battle of the Bands and then goes, How do we top this? Well, we crashed down the speaker, I guess. And it it just it just felt weird to me, and I don't know. I'll say one thing about the speaker fall, because just to clarify, it didn't just like snap on the rollers. Because just to clarify a couple of things. No, it's because he got knocked into literally it. Literally brings this thing, br- brought this speaker system with him into class and is like super proud of it the whole time. It's super tall and very rickety looking, right? Like he even brought it to school when they were doing bass tryouts. So like when it's on the stage and it's on this little rolly thing, you know that this thing is already super tall and it's probably really heavy. So fine. But the thing that does it is that it doesn't do it by itself. It's not Hunter accidentally bumping into it and then the speaker, which to be fair, I think would have been a better option is him like getting too into his own solo bumping into it falling over and then his leg getting broken because of it but then him realizing despite his fuck up he still shredded on that solo emily rocked that intro and kevin just kept the beat going and kept things alive for the band but which by the way they still discuss that at the end of the movie like they still compliment each other and they become a true group of friends and a group of bandmates and god like it's like i i'll agree that I will agree as far as it felt forced, but I still think despite that, that, that being the ending of the battle of the bands part of the movie prior to like the, them sitting around talking about stuff. Cause they're, they're clearly setting up the sequel in that little sit down scene. Um, in, in that particular bit, when, the the jock the football guy is in the mosh pit things get even rowdier to the point of the teacher getting pinballed around all over the place inside of the mosh pit um the jock gets knocked into the speaker which again the jock initially accidentally started the uh, started the mosh pit because everybody start uh, because the music winds up pumping up that one dude who then starts the mosh pit with them they start moshing out things get rowdier and rowdier and it why they, their music causes people to go ahead and like bump into the like bump into the uh in, into the thing 
uh, or causes the jock to bump into the thing and then it falls on him. No, no. Um, it bu- at least he was bumps- organic. No, he bumps the front speaker, which knocks Hunter back into the stack of speakers, which yeah, then there falls we go. Yeah, that's him. right. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's, I mean, semantics, whatever. Either way, it results in, but, but either, yeah, it resulted bumped, in the accident. Hunter bumps into it, and so it's like, the. it, it, it was like, I, I, I understand it's the symbolism of like, oh, you know. The shit keeps uh, happening. But heavy metal, right. heavy metal becomes his downfall, blah, 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 blah. But anyway. That's not even, no, that's not no, what that it, was. That's the shit happens constantly, but it's how you cope with it. Yeah, I don't know. It That's just felt... the symbolism there. Not that heavy metal's bad. It didn't say now, it's, it's bad. Why are you such a curmudgeon today? Yeah, I'm not a curmudgeon. I'm giving my positive notes with some negative notes. I'm not just going to sit down and blow smoke up this movie's bottom end and go, it's the greatest movie I've ever seen. It was a movie. No, it's not I the greatest movie the I've ever seen. It was a movie. I enjoyed it. It had its flaws. I'm allowed to talk about those flaws. A lot of those flaws were nitpicks, yeah, dude. But you and you have admitted that. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. I think the only one that wasn't a nitpick, honestly, in my opinion, was just that ending bit. And that and Hunter was kind of a shithead for a large portion of the movie, which that's the character. Because I feel as though they've set up a sequel. I really want them to do a sequel. I think that if they clean up a lot of the writing, they don't force jokes. Cause there's quite a few like one liners in this movie that just kind of like get shot in the back of the head and shoved into a ditch, like with how badly they're like given. I think that the dad being actually kind of proud of his son at the end of the show, and then even showing some weird character development because like, he's not dating a patient for yeah. once. He's dating another <laughs> he's dating doctor. A, he's like, dating a nurse. She's not uh, a no, He's dating a pediatrician. Well, I, yeah. He's dating just, a pediatrician as he walks out. She's not a client. Natural tits. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought I thought this movie had a lot of positive points. And as far as teen movies go, I've seen some just awful ones. Oh, like, have you seen Tall Girl? No. I've heard terrible, terrible things. Uh, we are gonna watch Tall Girl. Yes, we uh, are. You're gonna, no, no. If I look, man, it's we can. No, no. You listen to me right now. I will hold your hand through that friggin' movie. Okay, ugh. I will be there for you, and we will root for this one character, this entire film. Okay, because it stops being about Tall Girl, and it becomes about a certain character, and you are going to a, a just just you're gonna realize you're gonna find out who the movie is truly about. Well, um, if you. Th- well, folks, if you thought I nitpicked Iron or Metal Lords, just wait for Tall Girl because oh no, we're gonna we're gonna destroy that gonna movie, kill that movie with a million paper I'm, cuts. I'm you you <sighs> want to you want to nitpick something? We're gonna nitpick the crap out of that movie. It's been done to death on the internet. I don't care. Let's just get her. Let's just let's tear it down. Ugh. Yeah, you, a couple dude, hours. You want to talk about? Oh, I gotta tell you, you gotta talk about stereotypes. There are so many stereotypes in that dumb movie. Oh my god. Well, okay, we'll save you know that what? one for another episode. We I, have gone for. Yeah. A significant amount of time. So, as it were, you know what? We need wisdom. Wisdom? Ooh, yeah, wisdom. Some wisdom. Like metal, metal gave wisdom to Kevin and Hunter and Emily. What wisdom can you give us and our listeners? Let's see. Let's dig deep. Oh, it's yeah, it's wisdom. Wisdom that I hold dear to my heart, and I think all of our viewers can relate. Is there's no there's no greater happiness. Then a few extra fries at the bottom of your bag. Good night, everyone. I like that a lot more than the vomit one. (laughs) See you next week.
We'll grok you later. Bye. Hey guys, it's Brendan. I just want to thank you so much for listening in, and just to let you all know that we record at 9.30 MST on Riverside every Wednesday. And please, if you enjoy us, like, share, subscribe. It'd mean the world to us. All right, thank you so much. Bye.